When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yes, one. Hi there, and welcome to episode 105 of the ADHD Adults Podcast. I'm James Brown, and as usual, Alex. And as usual, I'm joined by the human aniseed ball that is Dr. Alex Connor, and the woman who still thinks chocolate is a good pick and mix choice, Mrs. ADHD. Alex, hi. Chocolate and pick and mix. You, of course you can. You get like a quarter of chocolate. Well, yeah, but the, same th- but the same thing. You go to the shop in, in Stoke, for example, in the 1980s, and you ask for chocolate. You can still get yeah, it. Yeah, but you couldn't get it in a pick and mix. How would oh, it work? Fuck. Like a big, like. No, it's fucking ruined, isn't it? It's well, you've ruined, ruined it. Well, clearly, you've ruined. Well, this is all fucking ruined. Anyway, Alex, hi. No, the human aniseed ball. The, the, the thing famous for being tiny. <laughs> That's your choice for my massive head, is it? That's just because it's a round no, thing you can think no, of. No, Were you no, a bit no. tired writing that? Were you? No, no, it's largely because it's round and it splits opinions. So up yours, cocknose. Um, and <laughs> That's Mrs. a semi compliment. And Mrs. ADHD. Hi. Hello. Short and sweet as always. Very nice. A reminder then, I guess, that we started this podcast because, well, James promised my wife who'd keep me occupied on the Thursday so she can have one night without my endless psychoeducation bullshit. <laughs> that's what it says here on the script. Yeah, because that's true. She did speak to me. Anyway, this USB cable that takes more than three goes to get into the fucking USB port of a podcast is also a tragedy in three parts. That's quite an observational joke, that one, isn't it, James? Like you, like oh, Michael McIntyre does. Like, ooh, garlic butter, whatever his catchphrase was, <laughs> garlic butter. It's just You're something I can't. I it's what I struggle. This isn't an ADHD thing, and I've said this before, but if you put a cable in my hands and I close my eyes and open them again, it will be twisted and caught up. And I guarantee you, I have never once successfully picked the right way for a USB cable to go into a USB port because yeah, they're fucking true. designed that way. Anyway. Thanks for that, Alex, who is obviously the Michael McIntyre of this podcast. Um, as usual, we'll discuss how the week between podcasts or however long it's been has been from our perspective as people with ADHD and involved in the ADHD community. We'll take some Hello. questions from the community and we'll talk about this week's podcast theme and Sam's involvement in it, which obviously was was central, mm. um, how we chose it and how we feel about it. So as always, I'll ask how your week was. Nobody will ask me. Sam, how's no your been? Um, I've been ill this week. I was in bed for three days with a horrible cold that just slept all the time and I was delirious, which meant that I couldn't make James's talk in London. And then I gave it to James. And so we missed supporting the ADHD IF girls in Manchester, which we were gutted about and missed a trip to Manchester with Kirsty too, which and, and missed everybody else. So we were gutted about that and obviously booked a non-refundable, really expensive hotel which we missed along with trains. But hey-ho, apart from that, good. I've been uh, re-obsessed with the family tree again this week because I didn't realise that my granddad had like six or seven siblings. I thought he was an only child. I always like wondered who these people were that we went to visit, but I never questioned or asked who they were. 
it turns out they were all like yeah, relatives. My yeah they were all relatives <laughs> i just thought they were people that your mum and dad say are relatives but they're not really i had no clue and i've got an apple cora which has changed my life what about you james no <laughs> Uh, I did that on purpose. I know you do. I know you do. Because obviously, <laughs> in the joke IED, you have to. Oh, well, thanks, Sam. Um, obviously, someone gave me a cold. I mean, I won't. I won't name her. Obviously, um, and that, that's you, partly. You're bigger that man than that. I'm a bigger man than that, and it's partly because whilst this person was ill, and I repeatedly said, "Don't come down. Don't come down for the second talk. Just don't stay in bed and just rest." And naming no names, naming no names for who this person was, but this person demanded that they come down for um, the second of those talks. I'm not saying that that's when I got it. I'm not saying. I mean, it is when I got it. It's um, not. You had it before that. I did. I did, but it got worse, didn't it? Because you double dipped me, ding for God's sake. <laughs> so I also am tired. Try giving a, a talk. Do you know the little little talks I do? Alan? Oh, your tiny little talks. Yeah, I don't. I don't talk about them, obviously. No. Um, but it's it's a bit difficult when you're dealing with a work crisis and you're feeling really ill, and obviously you've just you've got to turn up and try and perform with your, your throat sore and your Ding. nose is full of snot. Yeah, exactly. A bit delayed, but still. Um, Ding. Yeah, and and the, and the travelling for it as well because I'd started to feel a bit ill, and uh, Mrs. ADHD does a full kind of itinerary, and it's all beautifully planned out. Be here at this time, and then do this, and go here. Um, but it was really hard because some of the tickets had to be printed off. And while I was yeah. while I was walking from uh, the tube to a station, which was the plan we'd agreed, she was messaging me incessantly. So I couldn't look at Google Maps. I was trying to look at Google, Google Maps to walk this route. And I was practically running because I was running out of time. And then I got this message saying, no, no, go back and take the tube to this other station. So then I was panicking and trying to find my route back. And then I was really fretting and getting arsy with Sam that I wasn't going to get there. And in the end, obviously, I got there with loads of time. But, oh, oh I wish I hadn't asked. Arsity? Getting arsity with Sam. Yes, I was getting arsity with Sam. I've obviously mispronounced <laughs> that. So it's now up there with it's the amazing. of discard top ticket, top tickets. All right. So no yes. need to get arsity with me. <laughs> and, and, and what about you, Alex? Uh, oh god oh god what a night what a nightmare week i uh oh, a, a brilliant yeah. combination of misadventure miss lacking attention and the guilt and shame have i told have i did i say this on monday i can't remember now but yeah i didn't zip up the trampoline door and my baby girl four-year-old fell out of it and lant it was fucking horrible mm. and she was in such pain i kind of picked her up which probably not supposed to be lost all my and it was my fault and yeah awful and after two days of trying to manage it i just thought this isn't right and took her to the uh to the emergency hospital because it was bloody bank holiday monday and she fractured a fucking collarbone and now she's in like a little bit adorable to be fair but this shoulder brace thing and then i had to fly over to england last night and she's having another x-ray this morning. My wife was coming with me for the first time back in England for a year. Absolute fucking nightmare. I've booked seven flights for myself for this week, for this trip, because of how many mistakes I've made in the booking. So, oh, I've, so I've got, if anybody wants a Ryanair flight today from Nuremberg <laughs> to London, you can have one all. Alex Connor. Yeah, or if they're called Alex Connor. Yeah, if they're called Alex Or Thursday, Friday or Saturday, I have flights back. 
and yeah, and so oh god, and the guilt and shame, just yeah. one little attention mistake. But I mean, it's it. I can kind of I can, I can see in you how you feel that guilt, and just taking the kind of yeah. coaching approach that you would often with me it's really really important to remember this is utterly your fault and you deserve you, you deserve all of the blame and guilt associated with this Alex. yeah why don't you just try hard it would have been easy if only, <laughs> if only i had a planner <laughs> oh, should have had a list could just put a list somewhere is i bought the these stickers what these stickers you can buy which are really beautiful and they're whiteboard stickers like a a5 and you can you got about 10 of them you can stick them anywhere and i've stuck them all over my house and haven't written on one of them i've had them for a month <laughs> just i don't even see them anymore yeah yeah so yeah all right you know a bit of a pain in the ass what stupid thing have you been doing instead of what you were supposed to be doing this week james i'll start with you because nobody ever does apparently. no exactly exactly what well, we've <clears throat> we've breached that myth now haven't we um yeah. so I suppose this is what ADHD thing I suppose I've been doing. Interestingly, during the second talk, which was on Thursday, because I've been dealing with a work crisis, I got a phone call during the break, and this is a 15-minute break, and I'd already told people in the talk about time blindness. And because it was an important call, you know, I walked outside and took the phone call and obviously forgot how long the break had been, how long I'd been talking, and all of a sudden I saw Mrs. ADHD come rushing out of the auditorium, frantically looking for me, and I thought, fuck. (laughs) I've got this wrong then. That's amazing. And I had not just time blindness. Yeah, I know. That's that's like risk. It's like an inappropriate understanding of risk. It's a brilliant microcosm of ADHD. Exactly. And and then I had to say to the person on the phone call who I hadn't told or whom I hadn't told, Alex will correct me, that um, I was doing a talk. Oh, sorry, I've got to do whom? I've started going because I'm I've got to go because I'm about to do a talk. And they went, Oh, I didn't know. And then they felt guilty that they kept me away from this talk. Yeah. And I could have just not taken the phone call, to be fair. Yeah. Which is which is mad. Then the, the other thing that is this incredible. Is, this is ADHD related. You may tell those watching on YouTube, I am desperately in need of a haircut. This is now, it's not even a quiff. It's starting to flop over into oh. a, a quasi Superman curl. And oh, Mrs. No. ADHD. You look like Princess Diana. Oh. <laughs> now <or> then, <laughs> if she'd spent a week in Transylvania, obviously. <laughs> Anyway, Mrs. ADHD often cuts my hair, as we know in the past when she gave me a flat top because it felt nice. <laughs> and she said, oh, I'll give you a haircut. Now, we talked a little bit on the sensory processing episode about one of my sensory issues is, is cold. And I had wet my hair because she said, wet your hair first. But it clearly wasn't wet enough. And she started spraying with Bing. a spray bottle. <laughs> <laughs> That's squirting out. <laughs> She started she started squirting with a spray bottle, what is very cold water on and around my face, because she's not very accurate. And it, my whole body was like jerking and feeling pain from these tiny little droplets of cold water landing on my face. And I kept going, sorry, can you Oh, that's can, nasty. Can you just stop? So in the end, I had to just say, you know what, I can't, I can't do this. I'll just have shit hair. Um and then finally I did a I did one of the these live streams talks. Um Last night, and we had the, that documentary which we filmed, which you were involved with, Al. Um, they wanted to take a picture of us outside the house, and because they, they they got it wrong last time, and someone was coming around, and they came a bit late, and I had about three minutes before the talk started, and I was stood there. I was not in a good mood. I was really, really stressed, and of course, the photographer was, as he would say, 
yeah, oh, just I'm just going to try this angle and then maybe if I come a bit more forward and I'm just getting really, really edgy and antsy, took a picture and then turns out it didn't work. Oh, can I take another one? And I just went, nope, stormed into the house, leaving Sam to deal with it, got upstairs. And just as the talk was starting, Sam's estrogen alarm went off on the Amazon Echo. So as they're introducing the slide, you could just hear, warning, estrogen alarm, (laughs) like really loud in the background. So you are an estrogen alarm. Exactly. Exactly. And then obviously I, I then so muted, ran out the room and screamed at the top of my voice, can you turn that fucking alarm off? Really, really oh, inappropriately angry. Yeah. Um, and probably made Sam cry a bit, didn't I? Yeah, a little oh. bit, yeah. yeah. I'd, I'd paused the alarm as well because I'd, I'd anticipated about two minutes before, shit, this is going to interrupt his talk, so I'll pause it on Alexa and it didn't work. So yeah, I cried a lot. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and on the back of that, Sam, what a stupid thing have you been doing largely crying instead of what you were supposed to be yeah well um, I managed to join James in Reading just about I decided 35 minutes before the train was about to leave that I'd go so I was like I'm gonna come I'll get the train in like half an hour and he was like (laughs) 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 sorry and, um, okay. <laughs> so I had to do everything in like 35 minutes. So I threw some stuff in a fe- case and um, put the some food in the cat feeders, got the washing in from outside, locked up, got stuck in traffic, couldn't park, got to the ticket machine two minutes before the train was about to leave. And it was saying, please insert payment card, which obviously I didn't have with me. Took 35 years to print the tickets out but I managed to get on the train just in time and as soon as I got on the train I was boiling and felt like shit and thought oh god this was a mistake but <laughs> the train was just yeah. moving so it was too late um I yesterday after I was crying I needed to get petrol so I yeah I um when I went to Stoke I remembered to put my, my purse in my bag but I forgot to put any of the cards in my purse. So, and I hadn't got enough petrol to go home. So I'm coasting down the motorway and then managed to get to an Asda petrol station. I thought, this will do. I've managed to get here just in time. Got, and it was all pay at pump and you needed to insert your actual card. And I didn't have any cards with me, just my phone and it wouldn't let me use my phone. So I just thought I'm just going to have to coast home and just leave the car there anyway. I managed to get it home. What does then... wait? What does that mean? Like you leave the car at Asda and you coast home. What are you doing? <laughs> no, are you no, on a boat? I had the car. I managed to get yeah. the car home. I coasted home. And she, was then on... coast... had... she was on like with the the time. It said one mile of petrol. So I just time. take it out of uh... gear and j- I'm just coasting along. Like, uh, the... as... right. Yeah, and then I wow, just put it in is... gear when I needed to and just go a little bit and then coast a little bit more. I'm used to doing it. I almost run out of petrol all the time and run out of petrol, obviously. Um, and then after the, the guy didn't take our photo right, whatever, it doesn't matter. I then decided mm. I'd got zero miles <laughs> left in the car and the gauge was on naught. And I thought I could walk to the petrol station and fill up a can. Or, you know, if it breaks down on the way, I'm not that far away. So I'll just try and coast there. So I'm doing the same method. And it went below zero and was just like dashes. And I just thought it's going to go. Anyway, I managed to get to the petrol station. All the pumps, there were hardly any of them that had petrol in them. And the ones that did were taking 
fucking years he was getting out and getting his and then I was like do I switch it off or do I carry on I don't know but anyway I managed to get petrol in the end but then I'd promised my car because they'd been so good get me there so I promised them that I was going to wash them I'd already done the inside so then whoa there's a a lot no 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 you can't you can't just can't just do that, can you, can't you, James? Remember, remember, do you remember on Monday we talked about how Sam's car is gender neutral? She's just, yeah, she's just, yeah she's just mentioned, I promised them. Yes. She genuinely has a gender neutral car. Actually, it's funny, when I was when I first got the car and I was talking about them to my family, my brother, <laughs> Gaz, who, you know, just went, can nobody, can nobody acknowledge the fact that she's <laughs> called her car them as if they're a non-binary, gender neutral <laughs> person I mean, and not an inanimate object <laughs> that's what i was thinking that's not the worst bit the worst bit is that you promised the fucker something and everyone's yeah, just okay I with that are they time yeah because i'd cleaned james's car before he sold it you see so at that time i felt really bad because i'd shown preference to his car over my car i mean, I mean we cleaned it didn't we a, a significant amount of that was was me wasn't it yeah but yeah. I was involved you were so, involved, yeah. yeah so I felt bad that I'd shown preference to another car so I promised my car that I'd clean them so anyway managed to get it don't know how you can and live with this we had such a great time we had such a great time at the car wash I love car washes so it was a trip out for me and them um also three also <laughs> Jesus Christ how long is part one gonna be I'm sorry do you want me to stop I can <laughs> no, no 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 if, it, if it's interesting can you well, say well, in general it's or not just... gonna be interesting <laughs> <laughs> I decided last year to dig a border and plant wildflowers in it because it'd be mm. lovely for the bees. Yeah, yeah. So I, I dug, dag, whatever you say, half a border because obviously <laughs> I didn't finish the border because it was boring. Diggings. And I filled it with weeds. And now it turns out that wildflowers are basically just giant weeds. And now I don't know what to do because I wanted a low maintenance garden, but I've got half a border filled with giant weeds. And I'm worried that the giant weeds are going to spread all over my garden. So I might have to rip them all out. Why is adulting so fucking hard? I don't understand it. This is the thing. Yeah. Anyway, Alex. Alex, what um what what have you been doing this week instead of what you should have been doing? Lego. Oh, I love Lego. Did you just IED me a little pause, single word answer? Oh, yeah, that was supposed to be a joke. <laughs> no, 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 it wasn't. It was a it was a narrative device, but that doesn't matter. More than a joke. Uh, because you said so much, you see, and I was just going to say quiet and then say quiet. Uh, okay, yeah, it's not a, not a joke, but it's a, it is a device. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, but literally, yeah, spending hours and hours and hours with my daughters on this massive Lego treehouse that she got for her birthday. And fucking brilliant for hyperfocus. Oh, my God, I'm going to get fired from my actual job. <laughs> Amazing. Yeah, so good. I've seen, I've seen Sam do the same. Um, I think it was, was it when... After was it Lego after Dad's? Yeah, the yeah, Lego Walkage you when got. Went where... to spend time with your mum, and I yeah, just spent the entire just, night. Yeah. Just... yeah, yes, easy to hyper focus, and I believe. Um, yeah. Right, the next bit's in green, but I don't think Sam's noticed it. So thanks for that, both. Uh, we'll take a break. <laughs> Do the voice. Do the voice. <laughs> we'll take a break, and in part two, <laughs> questions and thoughts from the ADHD community. Oh. Why have I got a Birmingham accent? <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I was wondering that. You haven't listened to the Monday podcast yet, have you, Sam? No. no, You're going to fucking kill him. (laughs) (laughs) You did that for all of your bits. 
amazing. I'm sure that'll be really popular with the listeners. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. They'll they'll hate it. Someone mm. someone's already said something. Right then, who who's bringing us back? Alex, bringing us back in for part two. Yeah, coming in then. In a thump, a fear, die, die. Yes. Alex, hi. Hi. What's up? Hello, Governor. Welcome back to episode 105 of the ADHD Adults Podcast. We're talking about uh, psychedelics and all things psychedelic, or we were in, in the first 104 episodes. As always in part two, we're taking questions from the community, whether you go to at the ADHD Adults on Twitter, Instagram, MySpace, Facebook, carved into a cave in Germany, or on the Discord, which Discord discards, James, where most people get their did you hear that? Did you? Yes, I did. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. <laughs> it's all right. We'll edit it. We'll edit in post. <laughs> Got a guy. <laughs> right then, coming to the first question. Are you ready? Question one. Yep. There's no name on this. Oh, no, there is ADHD Dad. This is over on James's Discord. Um, is that it, it's really, I really like the way the question's phrased. Are you ready? Any evidential link between ADHD and tinnitus? That's it. I really like it. Yeah. It's like we're it's like we're Google or Ask Jeeves or something. Uh, <laughs> is it is it tinnitus change or tinnitus? We've we've chatted about this, haven't we? I see. I obviously we've always called it tinnitus. I think in the UK it's called tinnitus, but I only realised when I watched Archer the the cartoon program that they always refer to it as tinnitus, and I think in America tinnitus. they probably call it tinnitus, which makes more sense mm. when you think of the. How we use itis as a suffix for sinusitis, etc. No, no, that's wrong. Oh, uh, it's it, it's itis with an i, with a suffix which means inflammation. This is itus with a u, which is a different. Suffix. Oh right. Uh-huh. Oh. Fair enough. So it is tinnitus that and Americans are wrong. Uh, yeah. Probably not. Actually, it probably should be tinnitus. I mean. Should we answer the question anyway? Yes, please. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Do you know, I think James's impression of Sam is a bit like having tinnitus. <laughs> <laughs> much, much worse. Yeah. What do you reckon, James? Tinnitus? ADHD? Thoughts? So I, I did a little bit of reading because I've got tinnitus, tinnitus. No shit. Sa- I know. Sam's Sam's got it. I know friend of the show, the Toblerone Rogue, um, Jack, <laughs> has, has it as well. But I think the, the problem is... The Toblerone Rogue. The Toblerone Rogue, yeah. Um, but I think in my case, Sucks. listening to ridiculously loud music for the entirety of my life probably has caused that. And if, if you look mm. it up, there's not a lot of studies which I've just looked at the prevalence of tinnitus, tinnitus in people with ADHD. But there is one which has suggested that there could be an increased perception of tinnitus Ooh. in people with inattentive ADHD who also have anxiety. So it's possible that it's a thing in ADHD, much like lots of the other physical health conditions but there isn't a lot of research that i'm aware of al no same really there's a, again links between anxiety and depression and they're more prevalent in adhd so you you are gonna the numbers might be slightly skewed but yeah it's uh it's significantly possible with any neurological issue which mm. as is sam I obviously have no fucking clue, do I? <laughs> you pair of bastards. I feel like I've had tinnitus since uh, around episode 87 or so. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know why. Yeah, Amazing. I mean, I get it, but I just presumed everybody had that ringing in their no, ears no. all the time. No, I don't. And no. you're not 
you're not a you're not a particularly loud music listener. No, you don't that, like noise. Yeah, I don't. I mean, I did. I mean, I did do a lot of clubbing. I did mm. do my fair share of clubbing. Um, you, you don't have to st- sit near the percussion section, you know. You can go you, if you're near first violin. You can. It's not as loud. That's my top tip for you, James. <laughs> oh my god! I booped this thing that I thought would be amazing for me and James, and I was like, "Look, I booked this thing. We're gonna love it." And I showed him a trailer, and he went, "Do you even know me at all?" I what would was hate it? everything about that. It's a man. It's a man beatboxing and making weird noises with like a MIDI system, while loads of people. It's amazing. Yeah. Like the man from Police Academy. Worse, I'd go and like watch him. him. But he, he's doing like old rave music and stuff from the 90s. I thought it'd be amazing. Like, but I'll be going on my own. Oh, all that. I used to love all that. <laughs> Come with me. <laughs> no. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'd rather see the red hot chili pipers, I honestly would. <laughs> so, would so would we, but we never did. Right, question two. Um, yep. So I think I think uh adhd dad there, there possibly is a link is summary yeah. of that that okay. vague discussion so question two um from tracy there's two parts of this the first is hi up to episode 14 of your podcast is still catching up um uh still on the awakeness for therapy slash drugs etc but constantly learning um question one is when having my interview assessment i was told i can work on overcoming and losing my adhd what Yep. Wow. Which, which, which threw me for a loop as I like some bits of me um, that I don't want to lose. Lose your ADHD. Yeah, exactly. And the second bit part was, does ADHD have any link with bad teeth? I have crowns and uh, filling and have been told, that, oh, that's because of ADHD and you being a mouth breather. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, what the fuck? Random, I know, sorry, from Tracy. So, Alex, how wow. do, you, do you want to deal with part one and part two? or? Mm. Yeah. I think we can all agree on part one, can't yeah, we? Yeah, we can, yeah. Fuck off. Yeah. <laughs> that's, I mean, that's just outrageous. No, it's a chronic, lifelong neurological disorder that starts at birth that you cannot cure. But if, with treatment, management and emotional acceptance can become a form of neurodivergence that can have both strengths and weaknesses. You can't lose it, you daft bastard. Mm. Anything to add any on that one? I suppose, I suppose technically the, the whoever said this said overcoming and losing and there are elements of overcoming some of the deficits in adhd that can be managed mm-hmm. but anybody anybody in a healthcare i'm guessing this is a healthcare professional because it was an assessment that says you can lose your adhd yeah. you really need to take a good fucking hard look at themselves but even overcoming hints mm. at some kind of work ethic problem doesn't it that if, uh, that's yeah. one of the biggest stigmas we face Ooh. My, Try harder. my my mother-in-law who shall remain nameless said um <laughs> can't do that yeah when said it was will like some emotions willpower and it's really hard to get away from that stigma because people really say. do think it and we think it ourselves don't we we just yeah. absolutely chastise yeah. ourselves i, I remember yeah, i remember we do you, enough of that ourselves yeah mm. i remember you, i remember you saying that at the time and just and my God, that's difficult to hear, isn't it? That you haven't got enough willpower. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. So yeah, so we, we agreed on the first part. The second part is yeah. interesting. The link with bad teeth. Um, Sam, um, well, I don't know about being a mouth breather. <laughs> what does it mean? <laughs> well, they it's it's a term of insult. Have you never watched um, Stranger Things? Well, no, I know what it means in that sense, but I don't know what it means. I don't know why we would be considered mouth breathers. <laughs> no, 
maybe we forget to breathe through our nose oh I've got a nose <laughs> I hadn't thought to breathe through that um but you know we do forget to br- brush our teeth yeah so that yeah. could maybe contribute. I mean, I forgot yesterday. I got to mum and dad's and was like, have you got any mouthwash? Of course mum hasn't because she makes all of her own toothpaste <laughs> and stuff. Um, of course <laughs> she dad does. Dad had chewing gum, single-use plastic. But yeah, we forget to brush our teeth. So maybe, I don't know. You you told me something about this, James, because I read this to you at the time. Um. Yeah, so... So, I mean, my personal experience is I've never I, I grew up with parents who were older than the average parents in their 40s. They already had dentures at that point. They came from a a time and a place where toothbrushing wasn't really as reinforced as it was. So I wasn't fucking Jesus Christ. <laughs> teeth brushing, brushing of teeth. Um, it's because he's only got those two pointy ones exactly so. exactly and i brush <laughs> i brush one each day and just alternate um, and they come back they come back even if they fall out um it, it was never reinforced in me to, to to brush my teeth for two minutes every morning and every night in fact i can't really remember it being in reinforced or enforced at all so i've grown up without it being a real thing in my life i do brush my teeth once a day normally twice sometimes but i struggle to do it for more than 30 seconds because it's fundamentally fucking boring thank you very much coming from my wife as well for god's sake (laughs) we've already had in the sex episode you talking about people thumbing at your thigh you know thinking they're somewhere near your clit obviously telling people about me and now you're just telling people that I, I last for 30 seconds. So this is this is uh, out, out of my, my lack of sexual prowess. It's all about you, prowess. James. Look at your tattoo. Yeah, very true. Uh, which one <laughs> I, aimed, I, aimed to, I aimed to misbehave. That one. Um, no, the one that Sam did that says, please get better at sex. It <laughs> <laughs> looks like a cactus. Um, right. So if you look at the evidence, then mm. we know that there's a lot of different issues with teeth. Obviously we tend to think of tooth decay and dental carers as being the main issue, but we, 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 we have more bruxism or more teeth grinding and that can, that can damage teeth. Alex, I've obviously pronounced that in, not in a way that Alex wants, because I just saw, I just saw the flicker on his face. Come on, Al, what what did I do wrong? No, I'm all right with it. Annoyingly. That's why I was surprised. (laughs) Oh, okay. Fabulous. There is some evidence that we may have poorer clinical oral health, um, part of that is obviously, like you say, the, the lack of brushing teeth, but also if we're medicated, we tend to have a drier mouth oh, and yeah. saliva has a role yeah, in maintaining that's... oral health because it tends to, yeah. has, um, uh, it has antibodies in there. It has enzymes in there that can break down bacteria. So if you've got a drier mouth, again, that is poorer for oral health. And there was one study that looked in children with ADHD and they had nearly 12 times, uh, the odds of having, um, something called uh, DMFT or disease missing or filled teeth compared to children who didn't have ADHD. So there probably is a link between dental hygiene and ADHD. And I also add that, um, that getting a dentist appointment is inherently ableist from yeah, an ADHD perspective. Yeah. There's a shitload of admin and the 80% hereditary nature of ADHD means it's likely that one or both your parents aren't that far mm. either. So it would have been harder for them even when you were a really young child to regularly schedule and attend those appointments. So maybe it's no fucking surprise at all. And you're all a bunch of mouth breathers. <laughs> Apparently, God. I don't know what that means. I'm going to the yeah. dentist is terrifying. Mm. Oh, I don't mind. I like it. It is after oh, they no. it is after they ripped my tooth out without um anesthetic, if you remember that. Oh, you know, 
All you know, I have feeling. I have fill. This is proper psychopathic. I have fillings without anaesthetic as a test. As a test. My dentist used to do yeah. that to me. I like to, you know, see how it is. <laughs> it's really weird. Some, isn't it? Something. Well, there's a lot. There's a lot wrong with you, Al. There really is. Um, so I think we've answered question two. Yeah. Sam. I've got one from Philly G Five on Discord. Mm. Hey guys. Philly thank G. You- Hey guys, thank you so much for the podcast. I absolutely love it. I'm waiting for diagnosis from Psychiatry UK. The podcast has finally allowed me to see where I fit in. I've been treated for mixed anxiety and depression for years, but now I see what I am. I'm studying my second year at uni as a mature student since applying for diagnosis and having loads of life struggles affecting my wife and I. Hope I got that right, Alex. I am really (laughs) struggling to knuckle down to focus on my assignments. I would greatly appreciate any advice on how I can not leave things till last minute as I'm stuck with the stress it brings on. I have a looming deadline. I know we'll get it. I know I will get it in on time. Ding. But are there any (laughs) hacks or advice? So sorry for the long message, but you guys are amazing. I love your banter and honesty. Keep up the good work. Alex. Just like that, I need to point out that Philly G actually wrote in Ding, took the time (laughs) and effort to do that, which is I'm I'm here for that level of... uh, of inclusion uh yeah i mean we there's loads none of them work some of them work sometimes i mean mm. that's the the truth of it isn't it mm. and the the one that works for me the best is to is to block out the time when you personally and individually are most effective and creative if for you like me if that's early in the morning then don't fill that time with anything else. And definitely don't say, well, I want to do that thing, so I'll put it off till this evening. You won't do it, probably. And so that that golden time, as I call it, is really fundamental. If it's an emotional problem of doing something for yourself or something, which it often is for us, think about the, the stakeholders in your life that would benefit from you doing that even and, and do it for them, if that helps. I, if you ask for a raise at work, that's for your kids or your partner or whatever it is that that will help, not for yourself. I think everybody's, that's not just an ADHD thing, but I think it's more from us. And lo- I've got loads and loads. What about you, James? Have you got any? Uh... Yeah, I mean, obviously there's a few. And again, as you said, some will work for some people and, and in some situations and not for others. Make sure that wherever you are when you're working on an assignment is absolutely as distraction-free as possible. So phone is not just in your pocket or on silent, it's in another room because your brain will be seeking that short-term reward of either going on Instagram or checking an email, have emails turned off. If you're on your laptop, just have the thing that you're working on, on take regular breaks. It doesn't matter if you do five minutes of work and then have a 15 minute break at first, because that five minutes of work will be something written on a page. And often it's the start with an assignment. That's the hardest part. It's just getting something on there, which you can edit afterwards. Shot GPT. We talked about that earlier, yeah. We, we are certainly not uh, saying to students use ChatGPT <laughs> to write your essays, but sometimes getting it to write a framework or a plan can help you then work That's out. It's a great idea. What it is that you want to do. The other things, gamifying it. So, having somebody else, a friend that's working on the assignment, and setting up a way in which you can challenge each other to do, to do more. Um, body doubling, having someone to sit there, not with you and plagiarize, but just to help you sit down and get writing and and break it down to little chunks, turn the laptop on, work, work away, open Microsoft Word, 
walk away write a sentence walk away break it down to those little chunks and collectively those little chunks will turn into an assignment for what I ask come to Sam, just reminded me that another thing really, really helps is the buddy system and accountability. So say three days before the deadline, uh, arrange for someone to read it at that point at a certain time. So that becomes your deadline. So it'd be embarrassing if you don't send it to them. Um, what about you, Mrs. ADHD? I mean, I haven't really got anything to add to all that. I think you've said all of the things. Um, and I was yeah. obviously going to say all those same things. So, yeah, same thing. And I'm not the person to be advising people on how not to do things at the last minute. It's literally my only motivator. Not literally, but it literally is. Yeah, it, it is um, true that, that sometimes it's okay if it's not giving. But in this case, there's stress involved. So, but if you if that is one of your motivators and it works, the only thing a... I'd add is, like I said, in the perfectionism thing, if you can step away from it and have a look the next day. Mm, so that yeah. you don't keep redoing it and redoing it thinking it's not good enough step away have a look it might be better than you think it is it might be completely shit and you might need to start from scratch that's all i've got it's so true it. particularly that one's so true for adhd in particular because of what's going on james you've lost it lost it <laughs> what's wrong with it i'm just thinking of in the future when sam's coaching people with adhd and she says to them yeah it might be shit what you do but you know at least you'll know <laughs> yeah well, it's honest, yeah. honest, honest ADHD yeah, coaching. I am I like too it. honest. Do you want me to have a look at that? It's completely shit. I'd been it, mate. <laughs> yeah, you want to step away and then never come back to it. You're bad at it. <laughs> step away. Keep stepping away. Never come back. Right. Thanks for that both. Um, we'll take a break and we'll be back in part three with thoughts on this week's theme and podcast. Strong trumpet. Welcome yes. back. I couldn't. <laughs> count, count, count. You didn't count. Oh, yeah, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> three, two, one. one. Um, welcome back to part three of the ADHD Adults podcast, where this week we're talking about ADHD and psychedelics. James, what made you choose the last idea for a theme? That's my two favourite subjects, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> it is, yeah. No, it's because um, two reasons. One, um the the talks i don't like to talk about uh, now include talks on the science of adhd and psychedelics and as we covered on monday there is some it's not great science it's emerging science and it's not because of the scientists it's because of the funding but equally because lots of people that i know are doing this and starting to do this and if lots of people i know are doing it then there's going to be lots more people out there that i don't know they're doing it and i think it's really really important yeah maybe I think it's yeah. really, really important to get good information out there because if people are, and we, we can understand why, if you've got five years to wait for an assessment and then after that assessment, it might be that you're waiting six months to be given medication if you get a diagnosis. P people need help now. People want help now. Yeah. And I know that some people are turning to the dark net to buy ADHD medication because they're desperate to get it. People who know shonky pharmacists are getting hold of ADHD medication that way. People are self-medicating with things that aren't adhd medication and because it's often perceived as being safer lots of people are now looking at either you know lion's mane or these these theoretically nootropic um mushrooms but probably even more so psychedelics it's become a very trendy topic and i think it's just important to get good information out there so people know know what they're doing and therefore understand how it might or might not help them alex what are you doing right next to the mic there, Sam? 
<laughs> oh, I just spotted that I got a fries chocolate cream, and I got really excited. Amazing. So I so you so you moved the packet, the crinkly packet, close to the microphone <laughs> to open it. I wasn't really thinking, sorry. And what is she like actually push it, hold it by yeah. them? It's amazing. <laughs> Did I? Um, yeah. I um, this this is a good one, this theme. I uh mainly asked James to do it really because it mm. is he's he's got expertise in it. I mean, you know, knowledge, <laughs> equity, expertise <laughs> in it. I think in general we're known to be not completely neg drug negative in on this podcast. We've got we've all got histories. Stroke present, James. And <laughs> however, however, there's a certain cognitive bias that comes with that, I think. Mm. So there is a tendency for people, especially in our, in our friendship circles and groups, to say, oh, well, we know that CBT is good, good for it, or psychedelics are good, or um, and with our science hats on, James, and I have to go, well, you know, I, we, we might want that to be true, but the evidence actually isn't there yet to say that. We we hear people we respect and like often telling us things, and we go, well, that's not entirely right yet. We don't know that. Just to clarify, did you mean CBD and not CP CBT? I, I did a pink and ADHD talk for a brilliant organisation. I've forgotten the name of James that you know last week or yeah last week, and they thought when we were talking about CBT that we meant cock and ball torture. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, we did not brilliant. I mean I do now obviously does that help with ADHD <laughs> it helps it's certainly a good <laughs> negative motivator of procrastination helps focus the mind yeah it would actually it does I managed to avoid the embarrassment of me saying the wrong thing haven't I by it with a yeah ball torture well what about you Sam why are you uh, why, why did you choose it Somebody put a brilliant meme on Discord of this from The Simpsons <laughs> saying, say the thing, Sam. And then it was a picture of Mark going, I have no editorial rights in this podcast. I didn't choose the theme and I wasn't even involved because I was ill. So these fuckers did it without me. So, you, well, you, yeah. were, you, were, you were there. We could hear your voice, Sam. Clearly, yeah. clearly, clearly you were there for anyone not watching oh, on oh. YouTube. And, and may I say more erudite than normal? <laughs> Um, uh, what should I move us on? Well, I don't know. It's in black. It's normally the last person. Okay. Yeah. Was there any thought or tip from the theme you forgot to say, Alex? Um, I wrote something down, and I have a pad right Alex, next to Alex, in the little studio. Don't yeah. care. <laughs> <laughs> No, we don't care. No, <laughs> don't care. Uh, I'm not in the same country as my pad, is the problem I've got. So I, can't, I did write loads for this bit. Can't remember a fucking thing. Uh, no. Uh, oh, yes. Uh, if you slice magic mushrooms into a, uh, it's like a caprese salad and with a decent French dressing. Oh, it was, they were nice. It was in Amsterdam. It was legal. Was it? Yeah, it was at the time. James? Yeah. Um, I suppose I, I can't remember if I said this or not, but obviously <clears throat> nothing is safe for everybody. And although um, the traditional psychedelics, the kind of the LSD, psilocybin, mescaline, 
type psychedelics are largely safe. There's no such thing as safe for everybody. Everything's chemical. Um, and there are risks involved in terms of wasting your money for something that's not even a psychedelic or something that's being adulterated. There are risks in terms of obviously your health. And I suppose, again, just reiterate that if none of this is, none of this should be a problem. If everything was legal, we wouldn't have these problems. If, you know, if relatively, if relatively safe compounds were, um, decriminalized at least for medical research and therefore we could have bigger clinical trials looking at the effectiveness of these then it could be much quicker that we end up with treatment so i totally get people that are choosing to microdose or that are choosing to do stuff where there's no evidence base because they're fucking desperate they want help and the system is not helping people for half a decade in some cases so i totally get where people are grasping at whatever they can to try and get help sam yeah, totally. I, I would I would do the same. I'd just take whatever um, I could to help because I was desperate before I got diagnosed and, and waiting for years is just uh, torture. Um, obviously, I've got no idea what was said on the podcast because I wasn't there. Um, so I don't know <laughs> well, what, to, what to add. Yeah. <laughs> but I could see how um, they could help depression because it's a whole like reset and change of mindset after you've had a lovely trip. I've watched some documentaries on this and have been along to a couple of James's little talks little on talks. psychedelics. <laughs> so I'm presuming he wrote the psychoeducation part with the info from his talks. Brilliant. So I know how psychedelics work on the same parts of the brain that are affected by ADHD. And I know that just like ADHD medication can kind of regrow, can grow parts of the brain and connections that are missing in ADHD it works a similar way, doesn't it? Psychedelics can regrow yeah. those links and- Maybe, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, and I know that theoretically, like it should it it should work, you know, in the therapy-based guided sessions for, you know, large quantities. Um, but let's be honest, no pharmaceutical company is gonna, is gonna fund that if you only have to take it a few times and then, and then you're done. So I, I think if it's going to be funded, if research is going to be funded, it's going to be funded on microdosing because at least then that's mm. something that they can reproduce chemically, like a, a chemical, a, a, yeah, an a synthetic, yeah, 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 synthetic psilocybin or something that you could take every day or every other day. Yeah. So th- I, that might mean more research in the area, which would be interesting to, to see. Although if stimulants work in 70% of people, would they really need to develop a, a new drug? Maybe for the, for the 30% that it doesn't work for. Anyway, I'm just I'm... rambling now. Sorry, <laughs> no. it's exciting. It's, yeah. No, they, they are, they do, they do work in 70% of the people, but only for certain elements of ADHD. They certainly don't cure you in 70% of people, as you well know, because there's loads of stuff. Well, anybody who listens to us all the time will know. (laughs) That was surprisingly helpful, Sam. I haven't finished. Uh, (laughs) That was episode 105. I want my say now. I just think it's just... I mean, it's a plan. First... Why are we allowed to eat some species of mushrooms but not others? It's completely mental. And if it were legal, then we could do good research and there'd be clear guidelines on, like, what... 
There'd be clear guidelines and you could just grow them yourself. But in this fucked up capitalism society that we live in now, I mean, I could go on with a whole adult podcast on capitalism. (laughs) Uh, My political views, but that's probably a whole different podcast. After Monday's episode on psychedelics ADHD. But this is not going to get anywhere unless drug companies put money into it. And that won't happen unless it's guaranteed to make them more money. If you like this nonsense and want to get involved, please contact us on the socials at the ADHD adults. I've got a bit Discord. more. A bit more to say. Bye all. <laughs> Bastard. I'm not going yet. I think it could really work. I think it's got potential to work not just for ADHD, but for depression, anxiety, OCD, and loads of other symptoms as well. So... I'm not as convinced on microdosing, though. Can I just say, to me, it feels like... Um, I mean, no, it's good, James. You got any plans for the weekend? Fuck off. <clears throat> it's a good episode. <laughs> it feels a bit like... The, what's that one that they put in water? Homeopathy. Homeopathy. It feels a bit like that to me, microdosing, but I don't know because I don't know any of the science behind it. Anecdotally, I've got loads of friends that are really enthusiastic about microdosing at first, and then they seem to wane a bit, probably because they've got ADHD. But even those ones that are still enthusiastic about it, if you ask their partners, they I don't think they think it works as well. But I don't know. It's all anecdotal, isn't it? My mum said yesterday, <laughs> anything you try for any condition will work for some people, but not for others. And that's sound logic, that, isn't it? So it worked for some people, not for others. Anyway, um, that was episode <laughs> 105. Was it 105? Yeah. Are you going to cut all this out anyway? So it doesn't no. matter. Oh, no, definitely okay. not. <laughs> that was episode 105 of the ADHD Adults Podcast. Thanks. Bye. <laughs> Bye. Trigger warning, that's on. Clacks on, clacks on, clacks on, clacks on, big clacks on, no, 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 no